0: Miami Hurricanes just had a big week in recruiting. You add a five-star wide receiver and a four-star defensive tackle, which leaves everybody wondering, who's next? You are Locked On Canes, your daily podcast on the Miami Hurricanes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Sunday. I'm Alex Dono, your host, University of Miami alumnus, longtime South Florida sports radio vet and contributor to AllHurricanes.com. Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. Thank you to the everydayers. And this dude is an everydayer and a very good friend of ours. And he's a star now. Chalupa Batman is with us. Chalupa, how you doing, sir? Happy Sunday.
1: Happy Sunday, Dono. I'm doing fantastic.
0: You know, it's always a great weekend when we get new canes, man. How's your weekend going so far? Going great. I mean, we've welcomed within the last few days five star Chaminade wide receiver Jojo Trader to the U, four star defensive tackle Artavius Jones. And boy, we're going to yeah. talk about him because his film is some of the most fun to watch because he just it bull- is super impressive. <laughs> he bulldozes people. But before <laughs> we talk about the latest Miami Hurricanes commits, you know, there's been so much buzz and so much smoke for more commits coming soon, Chalupa. And, um, I, you know, th- th- there, there's four players that i'm looking at as potential next miami hurricanes verbal commits hopefully they all end up being canes and hopefully on at least one of these guys we get some good news soon but i'm definitely watching a couple of other players with that miami gardens ravens connection because mgr to the u has really been a thing with you know jojo trader Ryan Mack, OJ Frederick, Vincent Shavers, and I'm I'm probably leaving out some guys, uh, but, you know, Zaquan Patterson, the five-star safety out of Chaminade, he's got the Miami Gardens Ravens connection with those aforementioned names, and so does four-star wide receiver LeWayne McCoy, who is verbally committed to Florida State, but there's been a lot of smoke lately about a flip right? Uh, I'm also keeping my eye out for five-star defensive lineman Kamarian Franklin. Now, it's not a definite that he's picking Miami, but I love the way Miami's been trending with him, and I also like the way Miami trended in late June with four-star interior offensive lineman Papa Afua, Esendre Afua, but Oregon and some others are big-time competition there, but these are some of the names that I'm looking at as possible Canes in the near future. What do you think, Chalupa? Who do you think is going to be the next Cane?
1: For me, those top four, they're definitely the top four on my list. It feels like how we felt about Artavius a couple of weeks ago, that there's not a commitment date announced for anyone, but you feel like something may happen soon. Papa Afua is widely regarded as probably the best interior offensive lineman in this class. We know he's had a history with Mario Cristobal and a relationship that goes back to when he was you know, playing youth football, and Mario has been recruiting him since he was over there on the West Coast. So... We know that Mirabal and, and Crystal Ball want to rebuild the trenches here on both sides of the football. You bring in a guy like that, and you put him with Goa and, and Okulola, and that's just, oh, and another big athletic guy that can move and that's versatile. But, you know, then you go down the rest of that list, Dono, and you look at Kamari and Franklin, the five-star defensive end who – It seems like he 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 lives in Miami now, which he doesn't. But he's he's on campus more than most commits that we've had at this point. We know he's got a great relationship with Coach Jason Taylor and Coach Salovea, so that's not gonna stop. It's basically looks like it's us and the other Weird Orange in Tennessee.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and you know what? Another thing on that, I kind of wonder what's going on here. Also, Auburn. Uh, are they're they're starting to feel like they have a chance with Franklin as well? Uh, you know, he you mentioned how much time he spent visiting Miami. He's going to be at Miami at the end of July for Miami's barbecue. Supposedly, he's going to be going to Auburn's end of dead period event as well. Is what the, is what they're saying? Yeah,
1: I I think that is because he's been pretty vocal about wanting to play in the SEC. He he grew up in SEC country. He lives in SEC country. I think so. There's that door open, kind of like for some recruits that we see in South Florida. They may commit to somewhere out of state, but they leave that door open for for Miami or Florida or FSU. So you can still impress me because this is where I want to be. But we do see that he's got that connection with Coach Jason Taylor. So we're all on on watch, hoping that we get some good news soon. But – the headline is the Miami, uh, the the Miami Purple Machine, the Miami Gardens Ravens, and there's two more out there. Like Dono said, the five-star safety, Zaquan Patterson, who is probably at the top of all of our list when it comes to defensive backs at this point. He can do it all. Shamanon lines him up at corner sometimes. He can play in the box. He can play the deep third. I think with the safeties that we're losing this year, with Cam and the Williams possibly entering the draft, it's super important to bring in a blue chip safety like Zaquan. You see what they've done already with Dylan Day and with Isaiah Thomas, but those guys are versatile a little bit, and they're going to play some linebacker and some corner. You bring in a a blue chip safety like Zaquan, and that has your back end covered for the next three years. Conversely, his buddy on the other side, LeWayne McCoy, the four-star athlete, who is going to play receiver at the next level, but he's just dynamic. I mean, you turn on his highlights, and they're just fun to watch. You bring him in with Chance Robinson and Josiah Trader, and I don't know how you feel about that, Donald, but I feel like we've got three number ones if that ends up being the case.
0: Yeah. And you're basically uh, obviously you still have to keep your guys locked in until signing day. Yes. But if they're able to flip McCoy to go along with Trader and Chance Robinson, you're you're done with wide receiver recruiting if you want to be like you, yeah, you don't need to take another guy. Now, there's another Miami Gardens Raven and Jeremiah Smith. I don't want to get people's <laughs> hopes up because I still think he's a Buckeye. But, you know, obviously, what? you know, maybe if enough of his buddies join your team you can <laughs> as well.
1: Hey, there's that fear of missing out, right? That that yeah. has to be a thing, and we do we see that they all have that that serious connection with each other. It's not just tweets they put out. When one of them commits somewhere, even um, Jose Leon, who committed to um, to Appalachian State, you saw Jeremiah Smith, JoJo, Ryan Mack, and Vincent Shavers congratulating him. They what, what those young men have is is, is a bond that it transcends the logos that they have on their helmets currently. You see that when one of them commits, they're happy for each other. They're posting their old videos. So I know sometimes on Twitter, people get tired of seeing the purple machine hashtag, but what coach Mack built there is something that these, these young men believe in long-term. They still consider themselves purple Ravens till this day Jeremiah Smith might be the best player in this class and till this day he still considers himself a Miami Gardens Raven so as long as that connection is there and we've got all your buddies coming in there's hope
0: you know we got an interesting question I want us to answer on the other side from one of the great uh, members of our subtext SMS community about you know whether comments from the Oklahoma coach throwing shade at Miami (sighs) if if that might have motivated Miami's recruiting efforts a little bit Uh, And I also I want to get Chalupa's uh, evaluations on the two newest Miami Hurricanes commit. So we will circle back to Jojo Trader and to Artavius Jones as well. So, folks, we're only getting started. The great Chalupa Batman is with us. We'll talk about how he's becoming a superstar as well. Keep it (laughs) locked right here to Locked on Canes. Guys, if you want to take your first swing at MLB betting, you've got to get on FanDuel and then you can get 10 times your first bet amount in bonus bets, up to $200. That's right. Just bet 20 bucks, and you'll land $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. Now, if you've been betting on my Miami Marlins, you've been winning a lot more than losing lately. They've been on a roll. I've had a lot of fun doing this during baseball season. So you can get 200 You can spend betting everything from the money line to the over-under to who you think is going to hit the first home run and all of that on an app that is safe secure super easy to use plus when you win you get paid instantly there's no better place to bet on MLB than FanDuel America's number one sports book so sign up today and visit FanDuel.com locked on to get up to $200 in bonus bets that's FanDuel.com locked on FanDuel official partner of Major League Baseball Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. And for the everydayers, if you want to take your everyday experience to the next level, I highly suggest signing up for our exclusive SMS texting service through subtext. You can get alerts directly to your phone from my phone, with show notes and previews, one-on-ones, we do Q and A's on there. Recruiting scoops, we drop some Dono balls on there. Uh, so make sure if you want to join up our SMS texting community, click the link in the show description below. Try it completely free for 14 days, and then if you want to opt out after that, I will not be insulted. Uh, if you want to opt in because you're enjoying it, it's $4.99 a month. After that, we add a lot of uh, added value on there. Uh, so we have Chalupa Batman with us. So Chalupa, uh, I got this question from Cario on the subtext who says. <laughs> Do you think JoJo's unexpected decision, because uh, we didn't, me, Chalupa, we didn't think he would be committing anywhere till around December. So no. that's what he means unexpected decision. We, we, I don't think that's saying we didn't expect him to be a cane. We just didn't expect him to be a cane yet. So soon. But, right. But he asked, <laughs> Do you think JoJo's unexpected decision may have been influenced by Brent Venable's flatulence of the mouth? If so, JoJo and the ambassador may be neck and neck for my favorite 2024 recruits. Uh, now, see, if you go in the micro, I don't necessarily know how the JoJo thing may or may not have been influenced mm. by Brent Venables. It might have been, but I certainly think that when you've got you know the head coach of Oklahoma – talking trash about a team that's not on their schedule and not even in their conference. um, You know, that, that can definitely motivate a staff to close some deals sooner than later.
1: I think, first of all, I love this question because it was a little odd, right? You guys just landed someone who's probably top five on your board. And for some odd reason, we're on your mind and we're not on the schedule. We don't play in the same conference as you guys. Um, congratulate your young man and move on but you couldn't do that you decided to wake up a sleeping dragon now we know Mario likes to wait on things he he does not mind taking his time the loafers work in silence as hoodie girl likes to say I think this made the loafers decide let me make a little noise just so they remember who I am don't take the silence for weakness or that the staff isn't working. Mario Cristobal just likes to work behind the scenes. He does not need the headlines. However, if you kick the bear, the the bear, you're going to get a reaction. Uh, I think, I don't know if them announcing JoJo is a direct uh, result of Venable's mouth flatulence, as it was so eloquently called. Um, (laughs) But I do think, the, the buzz, the rising buzz that we've been hearing is a direct result of it because yes. we know this staff does not do that. They, they prefer to hit you with the bat signal an hour before. They like they like to move in silence. Crystal Ball is just not a guy that wants to tweet out everything he's going to do or tell a, a website everything he's going to do. I think what this did is it, it made the staff go, don't take our silence as we're not working. And if you want to see how much we're working – We'll show you.
0: And Most I think dead. they
1: have over these past couple of days. How did you take that, Dono, the the, the recent rise in, in buzz we've been hearing?
0: Um, I, I just, I, I, I think that they're, everyone works on their own timing, Chalupa. And I, I, I don't know, I don't know how much the Venables thing had to do with this. Now, if JoJo Trader had been someone that Oklahoma is a finalist for, yeah. then I would say, okay, Mario wanted a dub to shut that clown up, right? But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Oklahoma was not in it for for trader, right? You're you're beating out the likes of Ohio State, Florida, yep. Florida State and a bunch of I'm sure Oklahoma probably offered him, but I, I don't think he wants to move to the prairies up there who would, no. if we're being honest it's here. Not so happening. so if, if anything, you know, I, I think that, uh, you know, last year, it was Fourth of July weekend, which was like a huge recruiting momentum weekend. I think this year we're seeing it happen a couple of weeks later. And I think it's more about the commits working at their own time. Uh, and, you know, we, t- I did an episode Friday night about Brent Venables just taking this random shot at Miami when not being asked about Miami. And, you know, we did a video on it and And thank you to the Oklahoma Sooners fans who have found our channel. I don't feel like I'm very popular in that. So the next time I visit my sister who lives in Norman, Oklahoma, and I have to watch <laughs> my back when I'm over there. Okay. I'm not very popular over there all of a sudden, but I think some of you folks are missing the point here because a lot of the comments are like Miami sucks or you guys would have lost just as badly against Texas or you would have lost worse against Texas. We did completely not the point, folks. The point is, why is your coach deflecting from his own poor season by bringing up a team that's not on his schedule and not in his conference? That's weird. And apparently he took a shot over the weekend at Deion Sanders as well, which, again, completely irrelevant to his situation, right? Like, why? Why is he taking shots at others to try and build himself up? That's the point. The point is not uh, us fighting about who had a worse season last year, Miami or Oklahoma. It, the point is, why is your coach talking about Miami?
1: Why are you talking about it in the first place? It's a spoiler alert: Just because someone had a worse season doesn't make your season also terrible. Right? It, the two things are not connected at all. We don't play in the same conference. We didn't play each other. It. it I. I don't understand it. I, I think. To me, to me, that looks like a coach who knows specialty that Mario is an elite recruiter and he wants to beat his chest over getting a recruit over Mario. And that's fine. That's not Mario's style. Mario's style is not to land a recruit and then say, you know, hey, Venables, got this one over you. you, If you didn't lose to so-and-so, maybe you'd have landed him. That's not his style. His style is, okay, say what you want four-star defensive end, five-star receiver. Still not a response to you, by the way. Right. Because it's not about you. It's about the you. And it's not about Brett Venables. So we'll just do our talking the way we do our talking, landing elite recruits
0: and continuing to build this roster. I want to get uh, some evals on Artavius Jones, who he made a reference to there, oh. and JoJo Trader. So you want to keep it locked right here. we got Chalupa Batman with us on Locked on Canes. Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first list today. For the everydayers, you know, we have a big week of shows coming up. Larry Bluestein is going to be on with us this week. uh, And, you know, I'm sure Brian Smith is going to hop aboard with us as well, talk some recruiting. It's going to be a really, really fun one. And there's been a lot of recruiting to talk about. So uh, I want to start Chalupa with uh, your eval on Artavius Jones, because, you know, when I finally sat down last week, and watched his huddle and then I got into one of those vortexes where I'm pulling up as much YouTube footage as I can. You know, I had been given the heads up. This is a really fun one, okay? So, I had <laughs> my popcorn ready and then I'm watching Artavius Jones out in Blunstown, Florida, just steamrolling people. Like it's he, he is just a disruptor, uh no regard for human life. <laughs> And he also, you right. know, I don't I don't know. He's not going to be a two way guy at Miami. I hope they can find <laughs> like a few goal line sets to get this guy on the field because he was playing tight end and fullback in Bluntstown as well. And, and he catches these passes, just knocking fools over and root to the end zone. It's so much fun. <laughs> this is one of the coolest huddle reels I've ever watched.
1: It is the most entertaining huddle you will watch. If, if you're someone who does not care to watch highlights, just do this one, just yeah. this one alone. The young man is 6'3", 289. I think he's probably closer to 300 at this moment. He's still growing. Yeah, Dono, he has the power and quickness inside a la Warren Sapp, who a lot of people comp him to. By the way, he's only been playing football for about a year and a half.
0: He
1: he hasn't been playing football that long.
0: He's playing playing high-level hoops before, right? And, and you track. can see it. Yeah,
1: you can. He's got quick feet. He's got great lateral quickness. There's some plays when he's lined up inside, just shaded, uh, um, like left or right of the uh, of the center, and he gets up the field so fast that so you can see the center is snapping the ball and turning his head. And by the time he tries to react, his quarterback is screaming his name because Artavius Jones is all over him. Then where it gets exciting, Dono, is there's about huddle where they line him up at receiver. Yep. Not not tight end, not H back. He splits out at receiver and they throw him a bubble screen. It's not a joke because it works. He yeah. jukes a guy yeah. and then he runs over like four people. There's another play where he's at H back. He blocks two people from about 5 yards till about 10 yards outside of the end zone. He's the most fascinating athlete I think I've seen in this class. I think many people believe that he could end up being the best recruit that we have in this class with how raw he is and his physical tools. He's fast, he's powerful, he's explosive. He is a football player. They line him up inside, outside, over the over the guards, at nose tackle, at tight end, at H back. And when he lines up at tight end, it's not just because he, he's a big body and they want to put him in there to block. You can watch him run a post corner, a actual double move, a a six three two 280 pound defensive tackle runs a double move, gets open, by the way, against yeah. bracketed coverage, catches the ball and then runs it in for the touchdown. He is really impressive. But at the defensive line, I think. We are all going to love him. He's one of those those run stuffers, those space eaters who, like Dono said, is just absolutely disruptive on every single play. You you see him blowing offensive linemen four yards back into the backfield. And and getting off blocks and you see him chasing down runs from the backside. He's got that high motor. He just he has everything you want in a defensive lineman with a little razzle dazzle on top if you want to put him on offense. He's just I know Joe Salovea had to just be losing his mind the first time he saw this
0: young man. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and and by the way, I told the story the other day on, on his commitment episode that uh, Artavius Jones and Joe are really bonded, right? That was yes. one of the cooler stories from the June 23rd official visit weekend. The two of them, Big Joe and Artavius, they hung out the whole weekend. They were competitively eating against one another at all the meals <laughs> that they had. And, uh, I, I think the two of them are going to have a great bond at Miami. And, of course, the five-star that Miami landed uh, on Thursday night, also, a, of course, a tremendous athlete, JoJo Trader, he's a two-way player in high school as well. High-level yes. defensive back, but projects out, I think, just a little bit better at wide receiver. So he's going to play wide receiver at Miami. Uh, Trader, to me, his highlight reel is also a lot of fun because he, he makes circus catches look normal. Like, he is able look to easy. Make, yeah, he makes them look easy. And, you know, this guy, I think, is going to become a human highlight reel at the U.
1: I think he is going to be dynamic. And Shannon Dawson's offense. One of the most impressive things about Jojo is even when you have your job done as a corner, you're in phase, you you you, you can see him you, you got him in your in your hip, you're not favorable in that situation. He can go he goes up he high points he's got this great ability to track the football kind of like a center fielder where his hands go up at the very last millisecond as well. And you always see him use his hands. He plucks the ball out of, out of the air, high point every single time. But it looks effortless. It's almost sometimes when you're watching his highlights, you, you rewind and you, you go, is he not running full speed? He is, but he's one of those guys that is just smooth. It looks very effortless. But he's elite route runner, elite hands, great body control. So any balls that are not on track, that are behind him, below him, above, he's got a great catch radius. And he is a competitor. When you watch him in seven on seven or on the field, you see that that classic Miami Canes, the you energy, that Michael Irvin, you know, I'ma I'm a run this route on you on double coverage. I'm gonna beat you, and then I'm gonna tell you I just did it. Yeah, you know, and it seems like he's a very quiet young man off the field, but when he gets on the field, there is that that elite switch that he has. He 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 has that toughness that you that you want in receivers because a lot of times people think receivers are a little diva ish. I, I think JoJo is just going to be an absolute stud in this offense. You can move him around inside, outside. He he can beat man coverage. They try to double him, and it, it doesn't work either. His releases off the line are incredible. If you have a second, check him out at the Legends camp when he came down here a few weeks ago on his own dime, apparently. No, I don't think many people knew other than the staff that he was showing up. His releases off the ball look like – it looks like Allen Iverson doing a crossover or like the hesitation moves that you would see from the old and one guys. It's it's so uh, – like uh, – I don't, I can't describe it. It's just unique. It's very different. It, you don't really, you, when I'm watching him, I try to think like, okay, what is he trying to do here? And even me who try, I used to play receiver and releases or something that I always tried to study. He's really hard to figure out. He's got those quick feet and that. The way he releases with those basketball like hesitations, it's just, it's incredible. And like I said, even when you have him covered, you're not favorable in the situation. You can watch his tape. He's got guys right on his hip. And at the very last second, you see him explode, high point the football. And what's really impressive is when you watch him make sideline catches, two feet every time.
0: Mm-hmm. Every time.
1: He's NFL he's, style. He's just he's got that, that natural ability to play receiver. I, I just think Football just speaks to him well. I just like to say Josiah Trader is good at football. He's just good at the game of football. I, I'm sure Judd Anderson did the happiest of dances when he landed this one. And then, again, you put him on the other side of Chance Robinson, and it, you can try to double both of them, but you can't. And then you've got Ray-Ray Joseph and Robbie Washington, Elijah Lofton, and you start to see what Shannon Dawson and 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 – coach crystal building for the future of this offense. And it is
0: super exciting. Future looks bright. Huge. Thank you to Chalupa Batman. And this dude's blowing up. Like you've been able to see him and hear him for you know, the last several months on the, you heard podcast. He's been doing these awesome you Twitch heard? videos where he breaks down film. And now you're on YouTube as well. Chalupa tell people about your YouTube channel.
1: So we decided to pivot from Twitch to YouTube because Twitch is just a hassle. It's a hassle for me. It's a hassle for everybody. So we, we're moving everything over to YouTube. What I like to do is I go live when we get a commit, usually about 30 minutes to 45 minutes after. We hang out and watch his huddle together. But every weekend, we watch an old Miami Hurricanes game. So this oh, yesterday, great. we watched the 2002 Rose Bowl. That was just so much fun. Last week, we watched 2003 Miami versus Florida, the Brock Berlin game. Um, I found out how loud I can be on a mic without running people off, which I exceeded that. Um, (laughs) So it's been a lot of fun. Um, So obviously, check me out there. Obviously, check me out on Locked On and the You Heard Pod. Shout out to the You Heard Pod. Every I always forget this because I always remember the days we record Monday and Thursday. Yeah. We how, how do I Sunday, know that better than you? Because we record Sunday and Wednesday. So uh, I keep telling people fine. Sunday and Wednesday and that's yeah. the nights we record. Yeah. Um, so obviously check me out there, but I'll keep posting more on YouTube every time we get a commit. I will go live and we want to do I'm going to start doing more lives for some of the commits that we've already had like Dalen Russell and Dylan Day, because I feel like some of the fan base just isn't as familiar with them. So we'll all hang out together, watch their huddle together and let the Canes fam kind of learn more about these commits that we have that fly under the radar. You know, everyone knows Josiah Trader, but Dylan Day deserves, you know, that same respect and love as well. But he's in Louisiana. So of course, he's a little out of sight, out of mind. So I want to help get some eyes
0: on him. So we'll we'll do things like that as well. Fantastic work! So make sure you follow him as well on Twitter at Corey Carmona. That's uh, the secret identity of Chalupa Batman. <laughs> Alex Dono. I want to thank everybody so much for making Locked On Canes your first listen today. For the Everydayers, we'll be on uh, every day this week, Monday through Friday. I, I will be uh, I'll be in Disney with the family next Saturday and Sunday. So we'll take we'll take the weekend off. Uh, but we'll be on uh, all throughout the week, and if any news breaks, we'll be there for you. We'll talk to you again next time on another episode of Locked on Canes, part of the awesome Locked on Podcast Network. Your team, every day.